Marhava from TV Double. This is the Russia Klubinen update from the 14th of March 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Lebanon. Let's start with Hezbollah chief Sayyid Hassan Nasrallah openly endorsing the presidential nomination of Maratha movement chief Suleiman Frangiye. Around two weeks after Hezbollah MP Mohamed Rad announced that the party had an undeclared candidate, Nasrallah explained that, quote, we do not have anything called Hezbollah's candidate. What we have is a candidate backed by Hezbollah and there is a difference between the two terms, end of quote. Adding that, quote, unconditional dialogue is needed over the president, end of quote. He also noted that Hezbollah's declared support for Frangiye does not mean that the party is giving up the memorandum of understanding with the Free Patriotic Movement, or FPM, or withdrawing from it. On the other hand, FPM MP Salim On said on Tuesday, the 6th of March, in a tweet that, quote, it has become clear that the Free Patriotic Movement is not taking part in any alignment, end of quote. The FPM opposes the election of Frangiye and its chief, Jevram Basil, has said that the FPM will not endorse the presidential nomination of Frangiye even if all other parties agree on him. Moreover, opposition MP Wara al-Sadek has announced that the solution for the presidential vacuum might be closer than we imagine, shortly after Hezbollah officially endorsed Suleiman Frangiye's nomination. Sadek said in a social media statement, quote, I have repeatedly said that the Shaid duo's official nomination of Maratha movement chief Suleiman Frangiye would be the beginning of serious work for the election of a president. End of quote. MP Tony Frangiye, son of Suleiman Frangiye, said that the presidential nomination of Maratha movement chief Suleiman Frangiye is not aimed at, quote, experimenting. End of quote. The young Frangiye said in an interview with Al Jamuria newspaper that Suleiman represents a serious choice for the presidency seeing as he gathers between his firm political principles and his openness to all domestic and foreign forces. The lawmaker added that, quote, We are not fighting the battle of a person. We rather have a complete project that we aspire to implement through Suleiman Frangia's election as president. End of quote. Moving on, Army Commander General Joseph On has fiercely lashed out unnamed parties whom he accused of, quote, fabricating rumors and files, end of quote, against the military institution. On said in a speech in the Vekar that as the army offers hefty sacrifices and shoulders its responsibilities with professionalism and expertise, despite the challenges, some fanatics and concerned and unconcerned officials continue to fabricate rumors and files, tarnish the institute's image, and accuse them of corruption and breaking the law. The commander added that, quote, if breaking the law allows me to accept aid from the Lebanese, who love the institution inside and outside the country and to provide medicine, food and transportation for soldiers and hospitalization and tuition aid for their families, then I will break the law. End of quote. The army chief added that they will not care about their accusation, stressing that the military institution, quote, will remain bigger than their files and rumors. End of quote. In other news, 38 countries at the UN's Human Rights Council have condemned the political obstruction of Lebanon's domestic investigation into the 4th of August, 2020 explosion at Beirut's port. In a joint statement delivered by Australia before the UN Human Rights Council, 38 states called on Lebanon to, quote, take all necessary measures to safeguard, in law and in practice, the full independence and impartiality of the Lebanese judiciary, end of quote. 
and to ensure that a good, swift, independent, impartial, credible, and transparent investigation into the explosion, end of quote, be carried out. Volker Turk, the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights, for his part, called for a, quote, serious investigation, end of quote, into the disaster. On more sad news, the Association of Banks in Lebanon announced on Wednesday, the 8th of March, that the country's banks will resume their open-ended strike on Tuesday, the 14th, decrying recent judicial rulings. In a statement, the association called for taking swift legal measures to put an end to this flaw in adopting contradictory standards in the issuance of some rulings, warning that these rulings are exhausting what's left of deposits belonging to all depositors and not only some of them. The banks had suspended their strike on the 24th of February at the request of caretaker Prime Minister Najib Mikadi. The strike began on the 7th of February in protest of a recent court ruling that forced one of the country's largest banks to pay out two of its depositors their trap savings in cash. Even before the strike began, the dollar rate surged from 80,000 Lebanese lira pounds to 93,000 in one day. On other news, the Observatoire Européen pour l'Integrité du Liban said on Monday, the 13th of March, that French judge Aude Buresi will arrive in Lebanon to question central bank governor Riyad Salemé. The interrogation will take place in the presence of first investigative judge of Beirut, Charbel Abu Samra. Abu Samra had scheduled last week a session for the interrogation of Salemé, his brother Raja, and his assistant Marianne Hoyek on the 15th of March. Salemé categorically denies all accusations against him and has rarely appeared before the judiciary, despite numerous complaints, summonses, investigations, and a travel ban issued against him a year ago. In January, a European judicial delegation from France, Germany, and Luxembourg visited Lebanon to question dozens of individuals over suspected corruption after five European states opened cases against Salome. And to end this update, the dollar rate just hit a new record. It jumped for 94,000 Lebanese lira pounds to 100,000. For the first time in Lebanese history, the dollar has six figures. Many Lebanese people are in shock about everything that has been going on for the last couple of days. But since we love Lebanon, we're suggesting a book that goes back to answer why Lebanon, as we know it today, was found. The Origins of the Lebanese National Idea, 1840-1920, by Carol Hakim. In this fascinating study, Carol Hakim presents a new and original narrative on the origins of the Lebanese National Idea. Hakim's study reconsiders conventional accounts that locate the origins of Lebanese nationalism in a distant legendary past and then traces its evolution in a linear and gradual manner. She argues that while some of the ideas and historical myths at the core of Lebanese nationalism appeared by the mid-19th century, a coherent popular nationalist ideology and movement emerged only with the establishment of the Lebanese state in 1920. Hakim reconstructs the complex process that led to the appearance of fluid national ideals among members of the clerical and secular Lebanese elite, and follows the fluctuations and variations of these ideals up until the establishment of a Lebanese state. But if you want to dig deeper down, you should read about Lebanon in the Ottoman era. This era was essentially what formed Lebanon today, and you won't understand Lebanon without it. That's why you should read The Culture of Sectarianism, Community, History, and Violence, in 19th century Ottoman Lebanon by Usama Magdisi. Focusing on Ottoman Lebanon, Usama Magdisi shows how sectarianism was a manifestation of modernity that transcended the physical boundaries of a particular country. 
his study challenges those who have viewed sectarian violence as an Islamic response to westernization or simply as a product of social and economic inequities among religious groups, the religious violence of the 19th century, which culminated in sectarian mobilizations and massacres in 1860s, was a complex, multi-layered, subaltern expression of modernization, not a primordial reaction to it. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at limonin at rorschach.com. 